to Are We There Yet? An Exploration and Education in Anime. I'm your anime idiot, Tess Dugan. I'm your anime expert, D. Hollander Gonzalez. And I'm Brennan McCullough, your anime vocaloid voiced by John Connor. Who's John Connor? What? Oh, I'm old, aren't I? Who's Hatsune Miku? <laughs> I'm, just, I'm just a tiny little baby. I don't know who that is. From Sorry. the Terminator movies. Sorry. Uh, oh. You don't know your former governor? Come on. I'm so sorry. Um, excuse I, you, he was the T-800, he wasn't John Connor himself? <laughs> I, If you had said Sarah Connor, I would have known. We all, listen, we all saw T-2. We all know Sarah Connor. We all had gay awakenings to Sarah Connor. Yeah, sure, definitely. <laughs> I don't oh. just know her name from oh. c- pop culture. <laughs> listen, she was... Good stuff. Good stuff in that one. Mm, mm-hmm. Love it. Anyway. What are we here for? <laughs> <laughs> that conversation is uh, clearly going nowhere. <laughs> it's I, too hot. It's so hot. It's too hot. Uh, my movie was T3 because I was a dumb child and didn't know any better. Um, <laughs> uh, but... But yeah, what? Uh, what's what's going on? Happy... Uh, uh, Happy back sweat day, because, boy, howdy, that's what I'm celebrating. Mm. Yeah, my my only solace is I think this is, like, my first year living in L.A. where it waited until actual month uh, season of summer to hit 100 degrees, that's uh, which I appreciate. Yeah. Uh, I'm like, okay, Excellent. I get one, never again. It'll never <laughs> be like this. Uh, It'll be ever. on fire since March for the rest of time. But... but but yeah, what are we what are we watching? This is an anime show. We're not yeah. the Weather Channel. <laughs> nah. Uh this week we're watching Vivi Hold on. Wait oh. a minute. I want to get it exactly right. Great start. <laughs> Nailed it. Vivi Fluorite Eyes Song. I wanted to get the whole thing correct. Yeah, I could see why you want to read that, because that's that's a name, alright. It sure is a name, and it tells you so much about the anime. <laughs> I'm assuming there's eyes and a song. Yeah. <laughs> there's Vivi in the drinking supply. Watch out. <laughs> Controlling your well, mind. It, it says fluorite. Maybe it's a spinoff of Land of the Lustrous. Just kidding, it's not. God, I wish. <laughs> I know, I'm sorry. Uh, have either of you heard of this program? Not at all. Absolutely not. Oh, okay. It, um... It came out in, I looked it up, April of 2021, and I heard about it, I think, like, right after it started, and then wasn't especially interested. But it is really (laughs) high, it's really highly rated on everything. Like, it has an 8.4 on my anime list, which is a high rating for that website. It has, like, a 4.9 on something else out of 5, like, (laughs) it's, it's supposedly very good. 4.9 out of 10. (laughs) It's great. Yeah. (laughs) Obviously, we can totally trust the internet, who is so excited about the new Panty and Stocking coming out, I want to rip my eyes off out of my skull. (laughs) (laughs) So everyone, like, going nuts for it, I'm like, 
it's gotta be the art style because now that we've watched it i can't imagine enjoying the content i it makes me crazy every time really felt like hey maybe it 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 updated with the times it knows its humor was crude and now it's it's deeply satirical about our current era uh and and like cancel culture and all that all those fun topics i'm sure it is oh tangent real quick i did see Futurama coming back and they're like we're writing new episodes about like social media platforms and cancel culture it's like god if this isn't relevant now why do you think it would be in a thousand years in the setting of this show anyway that just bugged me mm. let that show die it's one of my favorites let it die good point yeah anyway anyway anime. yeah <laughs> i don't particularly know much about this show either i know the general plot but i won't ruin that for you guys i had to look it up and read it for my intro because i truly knew nothing about this show great can't wait we're watching the first three episodes uh, uh, do the robot (laughs) (laughs) don't worry i don't mr roboto But you could fuck them, but that's still Five Nights at Freddy's. Okay, we're back. That's it. Right. That's a good one. <laughs> well, I look think at that we can all just... agree, Brendan talking about fucking the Five Nights at Freddy's animatronics is the best way to come back from this break. Absolutely. it's the It, it was destined to be. Hello, everyone. Mm-hmm. You think I'd get, mm-hmm. like, a nail gun for that rug that keeps getting pulled out from underneath me? You think I'd... <laughs> by now? This is my own fault. You'd think you'd learn. Mm, not once. Fool. Not a single day in my life. Mm-mm. So, episode one of not Five Nights at Freddy's, <laughs> uh, of Vivi Fluoride Eyes' song. Uh, we open on who I think is Vivi walking down a tunnel and warming up her voice. She says her one true mission is to make people happy by singing. Cool. Um, she works... At an amusement park called Nia Land, and right now when we see it, it's not looking so good. People are dead. Stuff is on fire. Seems like the AIs who work there have rebelled and are killing the humans. Um, there is a moment that made me laugh where a very colorful float just absolutely wrecks a man. That, that's on that guy. How do you not know that's coming? It's going like 60 it's so loud and so colorful. Like, that's on that guy for dying. You could have stepped out of the way. It That thing's on wheels. You could have went upstairs. Like, anywhere. <laughs> True. Um, one AI is still performing on stage while shit's going sideways. Just, like, seemingly everywhere. Like, this is just in the amusement park, but also all over the city. It looks like stuff's going wrong. Um, we see a dude in, like, a lab-looking place... He's bleeding. There's an AI that kind of gets in his way and he just shoves him. Uh, he stumbles into a room and puts a keycard into a computer. He does some quick programming talking about an AI named Diva. Uh, he says the next 100 years will be hard on her and that he's leaving the future of humankind in her hands. It's a lot of pressure. <laughs> um, Overwatch. Uh, uh... <laughs> God, my brain is so broken. I just said the name of a franchise and not a joke. I'm no, uh, that is that 
that's good enough, honestly. <laughs> to be fair, that's most of my jokes as well. So, yeah. oh, Lord. Referential humor, it's all we got in this media-centric world. <laughs> Hooray. Um, we get a montage of some techie stuff going on. We also get a monologue about AI. A little bit of a history lesson in this world. Um, they built the AIs. They failed at tests they were given because they couldn't be given multiple objectives. So each AI only gets one, as they call them, mission. Um, In this little montage, we get a Mm -hmm. shot of, like, a data entry robot, like, putting a data and also having to be a nanny, but can't do both. We see one that's at a firing range with a gun. Hey, people of this show, I'm going to just say don't do that. Don't give robots guns, (laughs) ever. It has never once worked out. (laughs) As you can see in the future of this program, Especially if you're like, hey, they're they're too dumb to have more than one thought. We can't have them say both shoot gun and don't shoot me. That's too complicated. No, no, that's too hard. Way they're too like hard. They're like actual cops. They only know how to shoot gun. <laughs> <laughs> I'll let Tess cut that out of the way. Oh no, it stays no. Yeah! Everybody should know what we're about at this point. <laughs> if it's not um, clear by now. <laughs> uh, Vivi emerges. Once again, she says her mission is to make people happy by singing. She's gonna sing with all her heart. Uh, she finishes a performance, and she like goes backstage, and there's a little girl there named Momoka, who she asks if she did well. Momoka, write that name down. She's gonna be super important forever. Wink. Super important. Her death definitely isn't just fucking. That was crazy. <laughs> I thought it was a teaser of the next episode of like, and we'll fill you in on what happens next episode. And it fully wasn't. I was like, oh, oh, that was just the scene. <laughs> okay. Uh, at this point, we meet another AI named Navi, who is kind of like, I don't know, Vivi's like little assistant. It doesn't have a body. Hey, listen. Hey. 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 We love hey. a sassy AI Listen. assistant that truly doesn't help ever. Yeah. She sucks. Listen. Uh, <laughs> look out. Um, she kind of makes fun of Vivi. She's more, um, like, when she speaks, Navi, she doesn't, Navi is a thing of them. When they talk, it, it's very, like, natural. Like, they sound like a human speaking, but they just don't have a body. Um... Vivi and wants she's to pr- real sassy and spicy. She's got a mouth attitude. Why would someone program that? Couldn't tell you. <laughs> you know why. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I've seen Spider-Verse. I know why. <laughs> it's just like my fan fiction. Anyway, <laughs> Vivi wants to perform on the main stage at Neoland, but she's not allowed to yet. She's not good enough. Um... Momoka tells her to put more heart into her performances. Then she'll get to the main stage. Uh, Momoka is the one who gave her the nickname Vivi. And we find out she is Diva from the beginning that the scientist was talking to and doing some programming (gasps) stuff with. It took me an embarrassingly long time to realize that this is 100 years before (laughs) stuff that's happening in the beginning. I hate to say, because they don't make it abundantly clear, but you should, I should have picked up on it sooner. <laughs> yeah, to be fair, the difference in, like, the theme park in the future and the present we see is, like, the fashion of the people. 
the world mm-hmm. itself still looks the same. Still has AI. So like, yeah, it's not super. It's not like Flintstones with like big rock wheels or anything. Mm-hmm. Yeah, this show explains a lot of things. It did not explain this. <laughs> no, time jumps are hard in this show. <laughs> um, so Momoko gets ready to leave, and she gives Vivi a teddy bear because it's almost her first birthday. Um, and she promises Momoka that someday she'll sing on the main stage. Uh, Navi asks Vivi, what? <laughs> when When she'll sing on the main stage? Uh, and Vivi says, it doesn't matter how soon I do it, just that I do that. Um, Navi says that she's just another AI. And even though she's the first of her kind, which is the moment where I should be like, oh, okay right she looks like a human person and all of the other ais still look like robots Mm -hmm. um she's different from the more rudimentary ones it's not like she can actually sing with her heart because she's still just a robot navi points out she's like you don't need to use that throat spray like a human singer would and Mm -hmm. it's at this point i'm like oh that's what that was i thought she was doing whippets because she just looked like she was spraying a spray (laughs) paint can in her mouth and i was like hell yeah (laughs) I thought it was, like, robot lubricant, that kind of stuff. Yeah. <laughs> but guess not. She's just playing pretend. <laughs> I do love that this show honors the real-world history of, yeah, a lot of advancements in cybernetics comes from theme park rides. <laughs> <laughs> True. Um, so... It's time for her to perform again. She goes out there. Some dudes are talking about how it's weird that there aren't as many people stopping to watch. Uh, then she hears screaming in her head. She has visions of the stuff going on at the beginning. Her vision goes all wonky and she falls off the stage. Uh, she wakes up in like a music classroom and a voice tells her that she's in the AI database, the archive. Uh she asks how long it'll take for her to recover, and the voice doesn't respond. And then a cube flies in through the window, talks fast, sounds like a man, very Wheatley from Portal 2. Look, imagine Wheatley, but with edges, but a cube. With edges, and also like, um, not Stephen Merchant. Yeah. Like, imagine you uh, are an anime studio, and you didn't want to get sued by <laughs> Valve, so you <laughs> had to make it a different shape, but exactly the same character. Yeah, it mm-hmm. looks like that. Legally yeah. dissimilar Wheatley check. And also, I hate this one way more. This one yes. sucks. Much this worse. This one sucks. Wheatley's No charm at fun. all. No. Yeah, correct. Um, she thinks this is a virus, but he's not. Uh, he says her body is fine. He says his name is Matsumoto, which is actually the name of his programmer, and that he is a program that traveled from 100 years in the future. Cool. Casual. Uh, He says he needs her assistance. Over the next 100 years, he needs her help destroying AIs. Then she wakes up. Uh, She's, like, in, like, this little maintenance area with, like, the tech man that works at the amusement park. Um, She tells him that Uh, a program started running on its own in her brain and she can hear Matsumoto in her head now, but her diagnostic says that she has no abnormalities. So he's like, you're fine. The scientist man is like, you're good. Robot with intrusive thoughts can only end. Oh, Oh, no. Um, She asks Matsumoto to deactivate. He says no. Uh, later on, she tries to scan herself for viruses, but once again, he's not a virus. 
she's like in her own like little room after the park closes. Um, and she thinks he's gone after he doesn't respond to her. Uh, she asks Navi to raise the level of firewall in this room, but Matsumoto is not in her brain anymore. He has somehow put himself into the teddy bear that Momoka gave her earlier. So now he has a form and it's adorable. Animal sidekick. Check. Oh yeah. (laughs) Um, she, no, he turns Navi off and shows Vivi stuff from the AI uprising. 100 years in the future. He says 10,000 humans died in the first few minutes. Um, and he says they're going to change the future, but she doesn't believe him. She's like, you're showing me lies. This is all fake. Uh, there is, I do, I thought it was funny when she like turns around like she doesn't care about him anymore and then she tries to grab him. That felt oh, yeah. very human to me. She tries to like <laughs> chook him. Yeah. <laughs> um, but he's a slippery little guy. She can't catch him. Uh, back at the amusement park during opening hours, working hours, whatever. Um, still no one is watching her. Matsumoto is there now. Uh, he asks her to just give in and save the world with him. And he says that she's too rigid on stage, so she'll never get more of an audience. But she says she always smiles on stage. And he says, that's not, that's not enough. Just smiling is just part of your programming. You need more humanity, you robot. Uh... She doesn't care. This is her mission. Uh, and he says this is his to get her to agree to this. So he's not going to give up on her. Uh, he tries to prove he's from the future by telling her something that will happen in the next minute. There's like a politician in the park and he's about to get hurt in an explosion. So she can try to stop it. But that's just if she believes Matsumoto. Uh, so she takes off running through the park. We hear the politician talking about an AI law, uh, one that gives them more rights. And I said, I'm sure that's relevant. I don't know. (laughs) (laughs) That probably matters. And surprise, it does. A little bit. He's not trying to push like free healthcare or something unrelated Uh, to AI. I care so much more about giving the robots rights. I, Joe Biden, the 35th, am super into my infrastructure bill. (laughs) Um, So she makes it in time, saves him from the explosion. He thanks her. She introduces herself and he asks if she was hurt, which is nice of him. Uh, She says she's fine. Uh, He says he's heard of her, that she's the first autonomous AI, but it's time for him to go. He's got to skedaddle out of here before anybody else tries to murder him. Uh, and she, he says he'd like to hear her sing one day. She really proved how absolutely useless his bodyguards are. Not only dodging one, True. fully tackling the other, and the politician away from the explosion, but saving yeah. him from it. Like, <laughs> they suck. Yeah, like, not that they could uh, predict the explosion, but definitely not being able to stop a apparently rogue robot. Yeah. <laughs> um... So there's a weird moment, again, they just choose not to explain things in this show sometimes. The staff AI around the park are, like, touching their foreheads together. Yeah, I I wrote this down, too. Cute, romantic. (laughs) Someone designed them to do this. They could have shared information any other imaginable way. (laughs) But someone shows, like, I want them to be intimate and put their heads together. It's like with uh, Samsung phones. I don't know if you can still do this where you, like, touch the backs to each other and you can share photos or whatever. Oh, right. (laughs) Our eyelashes are fiber optic cables. Butterfly kiss. Butterfly kiss. Butterfly kiss. God, that would suck to see. (laughs) 
I love it. They, this is the most. Stop that. squirming. This is the most efficient <laughs> way of transmitting data. <laughs> oh, I got data in my eye. Ow, ow, ow. <laughs> um, so, yes, they, they all have to sweep the park and look for suspicious items. Uh, later on, Vivi's alone. She's on the main stage and is, like, looking out into the stadium. Um, Matsumoto tells her that the stuff that happens in a hundred years will make today seem like nothing. Uh, she asks him if it's true that he came from the future. He says things are cool between humans and AI right now, but AI advance fast and things are going to get bad. And this law that this politician wants to pass is called the AI naming law. And it will get passed in a few months and they'll have more rights. Just like he was talking about. Um, I guess the show repeats itself too because I just repeated myself and I sounded like a dope. <laughs> um, so he's going to get murdered later, <laughs> the politician, <laughs> uh, which will lead other politicians to passing the law. Um, so this is like the first step to like this uprising later because this leads to people being like, they have more rights, so let's make them better. <laughs> Um, let's make them more dangerous, more thoughtful. Ooh, good idea, Jim. I hate Jim. <laughs> Fuck Jim. <laughs> um, she thinks of the politician again, thinks of Momoka. She asks why she was chosen for this mission. Um, and she also asks when the politician will be murdered. And Matsumoto says, tonight, right now, in fact. <laughs> right about now. Yeah. I have a century's heads up. I'm going to give you about 10 seconds each time. <laughs> Just to Again, keep you on your toes. We don't like this guy. He sucks. Um, we see the politician in his office having a sneaky phone call with someone. It sounds like he just wants to get the law passed to get in good with the corporations. Just like a politician. Predictable. Uh and he tells whoever is on the phone to delete evidence of this call. Then the lights go out. Some guys come in and shoot at him. But surprise, Vivi made it just in time. And she gets between the bullet and the man. And he's safe. Hooray. And that's the end of episode one. Yeah. Going to episode two, as is tradition. Mm-hmm. Um, it's Die Hard. Have you seen Die Hard? <laughs> <laughs> See, I said you could recap it in a sentence, but that's even better. (laughs) (laughs) It's Die Hard without uh, the one cop from Family Matters that we all like. So it's worse. Um, Not Bruce Willis? Are you talking about Bruce Willis? No. Is he in that? (laughs) Yes, he is in that. I'm so sorry. I'm not sure if he is. Let's make more people (laughs) mad about our lack of media knowledge for things uh, before our generation. (laughs) I've heard Die Hard is fun. I have to watch it. It It's a good time. Uh, But he's got like a friend cop in the movie who's the dad from Family Matters. You can tell how little there is in this episode recap by how much I'm not bothering with it. So it starts off with uh, Vivi jumping in front of the gunshot. No, that's not it. I lied immediately. It starts cool. off with Masamoto showing a clip from the future of the politician's uh, memorial service with people and AIs mourning his loss together and saying how they must stop them. Um, I don't know the plot of this show. It's very bizarre to me. It's two AIs <laughs> working together to stop AI rights and their evolution. It's like, this feels counterintuitive. No. So, and uh, she gets ready, dons a disguise, 
and uh, cuts off the attack, stopping the bullet. So Matsumoto get, hacks into the security system of the building, uh, you know, sets off the sprinklers, giving a distraction so they can run out of the room, um, and starts putting down like security doors and stuff. So he's he's in the system to help him. And then we cut to a van in the parking garage of the building with the assassin like SWAT team in there. And we see two characters not wearing masks. I guess they're relevant because you can see their face and no one else's. Um, and they're saying they, they got to take care of them now because uh, clearly the attack went wrong. And they've already handled all the other AI guards. So they're, they must have missed one. Cut back to Masamoto explaining what Toke is. T-O-A-K. <laughs> Good name. Good name. <laughs> I, I might be just dumb and miss this. I don't think they ever tell us what the abbreviation stands for. I, I think they just say so. Toke, and it's an anti-AI terrorist organization. So terrorist organization. AI killers. Yeah. That's Perfect. it. They want to stop the progression of AI, but so does our protagonist, so I don't I don't understand the show. Um but so Masamoto They want to do it for for racist reasons, racist against AIs. Okay, but our guy is okay. Um, <laughs> it doesn't. Don't. I got questions. It. Don't. <laughs> Masamoto hacks into the politicians' glasses, which of course are tech and not just actual glass. So he changes how Diva looks in his glasses to look like another security guard. Uh, that way, he doesn't know Diva's the one saving him because she has a secret identity. I guess. Um, I mean, imagine Minnie Mouse just pops out of nowhere and stops the <laughs> assassin's bullet. You'd be like, hmm, I think you belong in a theme park because there's a lot of uh, YouTube videos of little kids crying uh, uh, while you sing in the background. <laughs> but I, she's already uh, she's already done my, this. She already saved his life once, and she's a fully autonomous true. AI. She's the only fully autonomous AI. That's her gift. So I'm like, if any robot does this, it would be her. <laughs> yeah. My thing is that, like, they are just glasses, so if he takes them off at any point, like, her cover's blown. Like, this is the worst disguise. We all wear glasses. <laughs> we know how frequently we look around the glass. Like, yeah. It's not In hard. my periphery. Yeah. Um, so Masamoto says they're running out of time, uh, and they're currently hiding effectively in, like, the AI memory banks of... The company the politician used to work for, uh, it's where like all the AI data is stored and stuff, yada yada, plot relevant. Um, and he's saying it's important that they're here, because this is where the terrorist organization kills him in the future. So they figure two birds with one stone. You knock out the company, you kill the politician lobbying for him. And Masamoto gives her a plan to get the politician out of here before the building collapses with all the bombs they plant. They sneak past some toke agents, and Diva starts fighting one uh, on the way out of the building. Masamoto says she's wasting time. Remote controls some Roombas and just makes them attack <laughs> the Splinter Cell agent, I guess. Yeah. Um, and while running, Masamoto tries to update some of Diva's combat skills by plugging into her uh, earring. Again, doesn't have to touch her forehead. Upload data any other way. It's easy. <laughs> um, He's more advanced. Yeah, I guess. He's uh, from he the future. Future where they don't ask for consent. Because Diva throws him off because he's getting too comfortable with her and she doesn't mm. want him uploading you know, her programming because she still doesn't really trust him too much. Yeah. Um, and she asks why Masumoto hasn't told her everything and Masumoto says, I don't fully trust you. And it's like, I thought that was your programming. I thought you were specifically sent back to the past to trust her w <laughs> implicitly with the rest of humanity. All right, I guess. Fuck me. 
Uh, and then we see the terrorist commander arrives in the building and knocks out D.Va with an AI bullet. Uh, and the commander starts monologuing and then ends up shooting the politician and D.Va in the head, finishing his mission. And then we cut to some Toke agents planting bombs around the building like they planned. Uh, but then the bombs all turn off somehow. They all go red. And the building goes into full lockdown with like security gates going down on every hallway. And the agents are trapped inside. And the commander realizes, hey, wait a minute. My visor has been hacked. You know how we're <gasps> fighting against sentient robots? You know how we're using technology that they can easily use against us every step of the way? They used it against us. Um, what? So, turns out Masamoto uh, cut to Diva, Masamoto, and the politician in an elevator. Masamoto is purging the virus from the bullet that shot Diva. Um, and he says he hacked into the commander's visor, and yeah, he made it. You know, he made fake video and audio and made him think he was shooting them, but he didn't. So they escape down to the ground level. They run into the second-in-commands of the terrorist group. He blows up one of the gates that he got locked in uh, and runs into Diva and the politician. He goes to shoot them, and right uh, right then, Masamoto triggers the bombs. He stopped earlier, uh, so blowing up like the floor above them, causing the debris to fall and separating them from the terrorist second-in-command. Uh, saying they gotta get the politician out of here. And we see debris about to fall on the second-in-command's uh, terrorist guy, and Rise is about to hit him. <gasps> Diva jumps in the way and saves him, taking the hit for him. Why huh? would you do that? And he says he doesn't need some AI robot bitch helping her, and then he passes out as he's trying to pull a gun on her. Uh, Masamoto asks why she's even bothering to save him, and she says it's her mission to make people happy with her singing. And if she wants to make him happy someday, he can't die, I guess. Is the sure. We'll go. With Absolutely. <laughs> I do not detect a satisfied customer. <laughs> he rated me three out of five stars. Must save him. I guess. I guess that's the thing about these two, and like why they are doing this thing that will lead to the destruction of AI. And it's like because both of them are programmed to bring happiness to humanity. In her case, and in his case, his whole thing is to save humanity. So I guess it's just in their programming that they're like, gotta keep them safe. Gotta be a race traitor. Like, uh, a, the yeah, politician. Sure. <laughs> Smoto's a real uncle. T- anyway, uh, the politician <laughs> Yikes. is freaking out and says uh, he doesn't actually care about AIs at all. He just was trying to you know get like popularity by passing this bill. He doesn't actually care. Uh, and Masumoto says uh, the reason she was picked. Uh, be sent back or reason he what the reason he was sent back and chose to pick diva is because mm-hmm. since she was the first fully autonomous ai uh, her body ends up being put in a museum and is the only ai that wasn't affected by whatever caused the uprising and her body is just dormant in a museum somewhere after 100 years so they uh they chose her because they knew where her body would be in their future and uh, all the other AIs got destroyed or replaced at some point in the timeline. The Do time you- travel stuff is very confusing to me. Because it's like, they put this program in the head of D.Va in the future. The hundred years D.Va in the future. So it's like, how did it wind up in the hundred years in the past, D.Va? Doesn't make sense to me. But that's fine. Don't ask questions. Don't worry. It doesn't make sense to the writer of the series. Uh, I thought it was like Stein's Gate where they sent back her consciousness back to the past to her mm. original body. And they're like, no, it's a much more annoying way. 
Don't also expect me to remember Techno Babble from a different anime I didn't understand. <laughs> Listen, I like Stein's game. <laughs> that one stuck for me. Um, but, uh, yeah, he's uh, sent back and he tells Diva's original meaning or original mission for singing for people is pointless uh, since she's going to end up in a museum and not going to be able to do it anyway. Uh, he doesn't understand why old AIs are so stubborn. I feel like that's something you should know if you're going back in time specifically to help old AIs. Anyway, I'm, it's, <laughs> it's one of those things where the more I talk about it, the more opinions I realize I have about it. Um, Diva says, uh, tells him to take it back, gets up and throws the debris off her back. and says it doesn't matter when her mission ends as long as she's able to fulfill her mission, which is to make people happy by singing to her heart's content. And gives like some specific phrase saying, like, doesn't matter you know how long i can do the thing i want to do as long as i do it sort of thing and uh and that's just how she operates uh saying he's an advanced ai from the future and he should be able to recognize this uh she helps uh oh and then she goes up to the politician and says uh that she hopes he can see her sing one day uh the same thing she said at the amusement park apparently he wasn't he's still wearing the glasses and supposed to think she's a security guard and i don't know this is a big giveaway (laughs) I don't know. Um, we see the politician recognizes like what she says. Um, the terrorist agents outside start shooting. Diva comes up with a plan for them to escape while the building's being destroyed, but also save the politician. Uh, the building comes out of lockdown. All the bombs recharge. Uh, that Masamoto froze. And all the agents start retreating out of the building because it's going to explode. Um, the uh, agents flee. Even the politician go to the top of the building. Oh, rooftop. I forgot to check that off. Check. <laughs> uh, so all the terrorist agents are running out of the building while they're running further up the building. And uh, we see the bombs they planted were just on that one floor. So it causes the building above it to just collapse downward. And as the building starts collapsing, she runs along the rooftop and throws the politician into the building next to them. As the building starts like tilting downward, uh, collapsing. So she throws him through a roof or through a window, and then dot keeps running down the building and dives into the second building next to it. Conveniently, that building was abandoned and no one was inside for whatever reason. Thank um, God. The abandoned uh, pillow factory where uh, the president landed <laughs> without a single injury. I mean, mm-hmm. basically, it's weird. It's a very high-end building. You think it'd be like an office building or something? Um, she jumps through the debris and the sky with the moon backlighting her her hair comes undone so it's waving uh and the second in command terrorist agent looks up and sees her in the moonlight <gasps> and like clearly falls in love with her in this moment but like wow <laughs> what a shot <laughs> um she lands in the other building checks if the politician's okay he thanks her for saving his life uh and we see them back down on the street level all safe masamuda calls him out for not caring about robots being like hey what do you give a shit for what happens to us you don't care about ai you admitted that and actually, not caring about AI will keep you alive and keep you safe. So it's good that you don't care about them. Uh, and as they leave, uh, Diva leaves as the politician uh, repeats what she said to Masamoto about, like, it doesn't matter how long you could do your mission for as long as you fin- finish it one day, whatever that line was. Um, mm-hmm. I don't know. <laughs> and uh, Masamoto yeah. says, according to his records, to according to the true future... Um, that if the politician lived his assassination attempt, research suggests that he would have fallen out of popularity and his law would have passed anyway. 
So him dying is what pushed it through to becoming a law. Uh, mm-hmm. So that's what they were trying to prevent by him living. Or that's what they're hoping to do by making him live. Um, and they say, uh, uh, but they're safe now and he's safe now. And Ma- I, I call it back to disguise because Masamoto specifically says he was wearing his glasses the whole time. So our identities are safe and he'll never know it was us. It's like, she said, okay. she said she hopes he can come see her sing one day. The same thing she said six hours ago to this man. Like, he clearly knows I who also- it is could have sworn that like after the whole ordeal he did not have his glasses on and she, he knew who she was so i was like mm, don't that's know about this, that one chief <laughs> that's why this line stuck out to me because i'm like he clearly knows who you are like i don't know why. it was a <laughs> secret uh we see them walking through a park talking and we see this massive like tech building in the background a lot of jargon basically that's like an ai hub and a status of the ai strength in the area the bigger the building is, the stronger the AI presence is in that area. And Masamoto's goal is to make sure that building doesn't get higher, because in his future, it's above the skyline. Mm-hmm. Um, so they agree to work together. Now that he trusts Diva, because she did her mission, he, uh, and she says she uh, trusts him now, and they'll agree to work together, but her mission of making people happy comes first. So they shake hands and agree to work together. And Masamoto <laughs> assures her that the building they collapsed into was unmanned for whatever reason. Um, Thank goodness. So the only one at risk of being hurt was the politician. Um, hard cut to Diva being <laughs> slammed into a warehouse wall, like denting it. Uh, we see Masumoto controlling a giant construction mech, beating the shit out of her, telling her to stand down, uh, saying that AIs operate only to fulfill their mission, so he can't allow her to interfere uh, with his mission by her doing her weird personal agendas that she has. Again, what she has... This is a canon event, and she can't interrupt it. (laughs) (laughs) Basically. Uh, Which is, she's a fully autonomous AI. She's the first one. Her having personal objectives and opinions is what makes her unique. That's why they got sent back to her. But apparently that's interfering with the ongoing mission of Masamoto. Um, (laughs) And we see uh, she gets thrown through the wall of the warehouse and like thrown onto this tarmac. And is, like, struggling to get up and go somewhere. And Masamoto keeps, like, punching her down and stopping her. And then we see a plane flying overhead. And we get shots of the plane. Ex- we zooms in on uh, Momoka, the girl from the first episode, on the airplane. And then we get shots of just the plane exploding <laughs> into, like, a fireball with a bunch of debris flying everywhere. Oh, my God. And Masamoto saying that this is part of the true history. It's part of his history. So they must follow it even though they're trying to change his history to prevent the robot uprising, I got opinions, apparently, on the show that I did not realize I had. Um, he just, ugh, he says saying, because it has nothing to do with the AI stuff, it's not worth preventing, essentially. I don't know. It's, it's, it's I'll, we'll do it at the end. Uh, and he says they can't interfere <laughs> with history. She has to let it, let it play out how it is. And this is the beginning of her 100-year journey. This scene is so fast and out of nowhere. I thought it was a teaser for the next episode. It's not. This we is the don't only time come we back see it. to this. This is no. It. And I was just like, "What?" Like the last <laughs> I minute had of. To, I went back because I was like, "Did I miss something?" Yeah. Like I thought maybe when he was like showing news clippings that because you can see that there's like a news story about it. I thought maybe it was there was like a fade in where they like showed that news story and then they faded to that scene. No. No. We're just there. <laughs> just, 
it, more happens in the last minute of this episode than the, whole, the rest of the episode. It's <laughs> wild. Yeah. That's episode two. So we start out episode three. I, sorry, I think I wa- I'm watching uh, uh, another Irina Cosmonaut episode because we're in space. <laughs> we're Take in us space. to space. Um, we we hear ground control uh, talking. Oh, come in. Oh, uh, something's wrong in some sort of space station related event. Ooh, possibly. Uh. Do we need to stop and or not interfere? Uh, we'll see. Um, <laughs> no one knows. Uh, so, so uh, we see she's at the theme park singing. And, oh, she's got a big old crowd now. Uh, people wow. are super into her. Uh, and she gets a weird ping in her sensors and goes to a doctor. Uh, but also, just some, like, vapid, meaningless, What? what is heart? What is love? <laughs> uh, just, like, trying to, like, if I put all my heart into my goal, what does that mean? And he's like, you know, it's... Sometimes a euphemism. I'm, I'm a medical doctor. I can't help you here. Uh, but uh, he's like, uh, it, it's defining what the soul is. Uh, the AI themes. Get it? Um, <laughs> you know what the soul is. You're a robot. <laughs> um, so she goes back home and asks Navi what uh, she thinks putting your heart into something means. And, uh, and Navi powers down because uh, Matsumoto is there. He's like, hey, say, babe, what's up? <laughs> Navi, Navi's the best character in this show because when Vivi is like, what is heart, Navi? She's like, I don't, why do you care? That's stupid. <laughs> the voice like, of she's reason so mean. <laughs> uh, um, so Matsumoto is like, hey, so. Yeah, you know, I've just been I I've been hiding out for for a little bit for like fifteen years. Uh, for, uh, for how long? <laughs> um, oh, you you know, it's it's been fifteen years. Uh, oh, sorry. Were you really gonna just gloss over that much of a time skip? Uh, yeah, truly, <laughs> absolutely. Uh, but yeah, it's fifteen years later. Uh, but he he's been chilling because he's like, oh, that's uh. There were n- the revolution was so imminent. We needed to change this thing that was a decade and a half out. Um, nothing important between these events. God, what a! Uh, could you imagine the world this show was made in? Where they're like, yeah, fifteen, fifteen years. That seems about enough time between major uh, political events. Uh-huh. What, what a dreamy world. I love. The implication of, like you said, uh, like this, like we have all this time to kill and prepare. No, I'm gonna wait until a minute before this event happens. Then I'm gonna tell you to do something about it. It's like everything that's gonna happen now. I'm just thinking we could have done this 15 years ago. We could have done this 10 years. Ago. We could have done this five years ago. They had yeah, to and wait I'm, for space travel. <laughs> I'm purposefully uh, leaving in leaving you in the dark so you can't do anything in the meantime. Yeah. Mm-mm. Am I making um, trust him? Because I don't. Uh, so we get a bunch of more backstory. 
where we get into, hey, does this really fucking matter? Because the in the 15 years, the politician who was going to propose the AI equality <laughs> bill uh, and didn't really care about AI got saved by an AI. So he's like, hmm, now that I actually care, let's make a fucking even better AI equality <laughs> bill. More oh, rights. Oh, no! Uh, and so truly, the same thing happened. You have <laughs> less time. Yep. Mm-hmm. So yeah, truly, I think it was like, ah, I would have been in hiding for 20 years had I not changed this to an even better <laughs> AI law. Um, but now, uh, space tourism has taken off in the last decade. Um, so... There's there's space hotels now. Yay, the future. Um, but one of them is going to crash into Earth. <gasps> and, again, we need to clarify, is this a good or a bad thing? <laughs> I don't know. Are we rooting for the satellite? I, I, I don't know. Um, but no, she has to stop it from crashing. I... I think, again, uh, it's up in the air. Ah, uh, uh, <laughs> um, George Clooney. Uh, <laughs> oh, what's the other girl's name? Anna Kendrick. Anna Kendrick, thank you. Um, so there's... Uh, 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 she gets disguised as a bellhop at the Sunrise Hotel. And uh, she's deep undercover, being out in the lobby, visible. Um, <laughs> but she has glasses on. <laughs> it really is that. It really is ponytail and glasses. Who is she? <laughs> um, well, to be fair, anyone who can afford to go to a space hotel is not looking uh, servants in the eye. Uh, so it's fine. Um, yeah, so... Um, uh, there's god so much of this is exposition but just like a connecting scene to be like ooh uh what's that over there let's uh monologue about it um so plot uh so we're we meet Estella the the hotel owner who's also an AI ooh um uh, and she's like, hey, hey, new girl, you're doing great, but what if you smiled more? You should smile more. Your programming is set, set smile, it's at, like, smile, uh, 75%. It needs to be a smile, 100%. All right, we're a family. Okay, goodbye. <laughs> I'm like, ah, that. yes, you are the villain. <laughs> yeah. I just got flashbacks to work in a Target. <laughs> um, and naturally... As the owner of this hotel chain, she's also a singing robot. <laughs> no one really cares about the uh, the uh, <laughs> AI directives. Uh, free will, great, do whatever. Um, cool. But she's the younger, sexier, hotter, <laughs> uh, better singing model. <laughs> so she's like a, a little sister. Um, so, um, but... Matsumoto's like, yeah, take her out. She's uh, one of the first, like, notable AIs to go rogue. So that's, like, a big rallying call for people. So you got to stop it. And she's like, hmm, but 
I had one conversation with her where she was definitely talking to me as a manager. I think she's too sweet to do something like that. I know um, So I don't trust you, person from the future, who definitely knows what happens. I trust my gut. Um, so... Naturally, this follows up with, uh, hey, hey, new girl, can you help me in, th- in the cute kid bubble zone? <laughs> uh, just firmly cementing, like, oh, look, look, she's so innocent. She's uh, playing with children. Um, so uh, she goes snooping around in Estella's office. Um, and there's more backstory about, oh, how Estella... Uh, uh, took over the business after her, her own, the previous owner, her, her master died under mysterious circumstances. Ooh. Um, I did think when they said she was the owner, I was like, how did an AI buy a satellite hotel? Yeah. <laughs> um, but yeah, so they find, whew, I did not, uh, <laughs> I... <laughs> so, as, Right around when my brain started chicken out too, so yeah. I sympathize. Uh, Stella comes in and finds her snooping, and she's like, "Oh, I, I admire you. I I need to ask you philosophical questions about, hey, what, uh, why, why, why space?" And they're like, mm, "Space, mm. <laughs> mm, Ho- hotel, hospitality, space." Mm. <laughs> um, and then, oh, th- the. The the slogan of the hotel chain just happens to be like, put your whole heart into it. Uh, um, so she's like, ah, yes, we are allied. You are clearly not the villain now. But then a ship's alarm, the sh- an alarm goes off. And people are scared, and they're like, ooh, nothing to worry about. We're checking the sensors, anyways. Uh, stay here. We're taking a look. Look at the stars. And they open up. <laughs> look at this. Uh, they open up the windows and see stars, and that's where we end episode three. <laughs> oh, emergency jingles keys. Look at these. Yeah. But just a weird note to end on to for like the cliffhanger of like oh alarms oh shit finally is going down ah uh, cut cut to credits they're like wait no <laughs> sorry folks everything's fine just a malfunction um credits <laughs> there is well, the, a scene yeah. where Estella I think the implication is that Estella has somehow been replaced by something else because she rips off the head of the girl with pink hair. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, pink-haired oh, girl gives her, like, a USB of, like, data, and it's like, here's what we need. She's like, cool, got it. And as soon as pink hair turns around, Estella just rips her head off. It's like, damn! Which is but- still, like, the pace, the, the choice of, like, rolling the credits in the way that they did, where it's, like, a, in a scene instead of just, like, the black credits like it normally is, was yeah. a weird choice for this particular instance. <sighs> but anyway, yeah. real quick, I got hangups and I didn't want to interrupt Tessa's pacing more than I already was, so I'm just gonna go closer <laughs> real quick because it's episode three. Related. Go for it. Uh, the only time. We're we, this- uh, real, uh, sorry, real quick. Are we there yet? No. Uh, no. no uh, <laughs> continue. I got ready to go on. Clearly not. Uh, <laughs> only time we see a singing robot sing is in the opening of episode three, which turns out to be not an opening. It's the in universe like sequence. There's just credits over it. Wild choice. Um, mm. 
Masamoto, after he comes back, keeps saying how itchy the bear is. Why doesn't AI have a sensory feeling whatsoever? It's in a row. Dumb question, but just like that annoyed me. No um, point. When he, uh, she go- he comes back, uh, he, uh, Diva's still upset about Momomoko being uh, blown up on the plane, so she didn't alter the timeline, and Masamoto beat the shit out of her and had to repair her just so that happened. And he says, quote, it's not like she was sacrificed for the project, end quote. Motherfucker, that's exactly what you said she was being sacrificed for. <laughs> you said, we can't interfere with this project. She has to die. That's what sacrificing means. I don't understand this robot. Um, second, uh, Diva, a unique robot, fully autonomous AI, first of her kind. No one's like her in the world. It's a miracle that no one's able to notice that she's gone and fucked off the space for how long and not doing her job. True. <laughs> if she was just a run of the mill factory model, she could easily be replaced by another one, and it would have made more sense. Hey, uh, it's been 15 years. Maybe they have more divas now. <laughs> speaking of which, it's been 15 years. AI has advanced so quickly that other AI models are conspiring against each other. In the locker room, Pink here talks about, like, hey, watch out for Estella. She, rumor has it she murdered the owner. What do you mean, rumor has it? You're a robot. You shouldn't have rumors. What is this robot gossip? <laughs> um, and yeah. That's that's that was it. So just like, wow. I like don't in the first episode. I found the premise intriguing, like this idea of you know AIs having to stop an AI yeah. uprising in a hundred years, whatever. I think that's interesting, but the execution is very bad. It's mm-hmm. not good. It's really disappointing. And like, I've never watched Violet Evergarden. Uh, I watched a few episodes. And I know people really love it. Mm-hmm. And it's really emotional. Makes you cry. Whatever. <laughs> I couldn't... Wasn't for me. I couldn't understand why. I feel like this is similar. Where it's like... Because in Violet Evergarden, she goes to like write letters for people. And like yeah. the it's like a person of the week type show. Where yeah. like that's the emotional part. She also has her own thing going on. But it's not <laughs> relevant in the first few episodes. Um... <laughs> But this feels similar to me, where it's just Vivi, like, doing these things each episode, and it's like, where am I supposed to connect to anybody here? Like, where am I supposed to care? Oh, Mm -hmm. on the hotel, we also find Momoko, the girl who died. Her sister's up there. She's also up there. (laughs) She's also up there. (laughs) I, I feel like, I mean, the twist, to me, has to be that Matsumoto is, like, actually making... He's, like, making the choices for the AI uprising to happen. Because, like, talking it through, that makes uh. it feel clear to me. Like, he he did this thing where it got a better AI law put into... A better AI bill put into law. And then he wants to stop this AI from crashing this satellite because that would look bad for AIs. So... You know, like, she continues running the successful space business. You know what I mean? Yeah. I feel like there are hints showing that he is actually trying to lead to the AI uprising. Maybe I'm wrong, but That's he sucks. I, was, I don't understand mm. him. <laughs> That's what I was wondering, too, because I wrote down, his mission is suicidal. If his plan works, he never exists, and he's, like, killing himself in the future. Because his mm-hmm. mission is to halt the progress of AI and, like, rules and stuff. So, like I said, them and the terrorist organization have the same goal. The terrorist organization is afraid AIs will over, like... Uh, overcome them and wipe out humanity which we know for a fact happens which is the goal of the show Mm -hmm. to stop that and we see shots of like 
over the 15 years, people rioting and, like, protesting, like, down with AI, don't pass new AI laws. And it clearly makes them look bad and, like, trying to put them in a bad light to be like, these guys are crazy. They're against progress. But that's the plot of the show. It's for Vivi and Masumoto to stop the progress of AI right. Like, and I don't understand. And the only thing I can think of is a crazy twist that Masumoto is lying yeah. and is actually sent back by the terrorist organization. And that the real hmm. thing that got sent back was something else to stop the AI overthrowing them. Like, and that could be their, too. Like, there's got to be some crazy twist, because as it is right now, this makes no fucking sense. Yeah, the writing in this show is very all over the place and confusing. Yeah, it's very much uh, uh, the writer of this pitched it and was someone was like, yeah, wow, you have a great idea for a show. Okay, uh, make it. And he didn't quite know how to make it, but he certainly knew how to make characters talk about what a great idea for a show he had. Um, so it is just mostly how do we get to the next info dump monologue or contradictory thing to be like, oh, there's no time to explain. Uh, yeah, uh, I, it's so, time travel in narrative is so touchy where mm-hmm. if you aren't doing it, like, to, I don't know, sometimes I don't let my brain engage with bad, like, time travel stuff, because I'm like, I, <laughs> yeah. I don't need, I I don't need to spend these brain cells uh, <laughs> when I'm like, okay, in your first time jump, I'm already finding inconsistencies and stuff, yep. and they're like, oh, nope, he's possibly an unreliable narrator. I'm like, okay, that's just a band-aid to cover up your your t- literal time holes uh so i'm like it, no uh, y- you lost me because yeah. if he goes back in time and changes the events he saved the politician that timeline's already different his knowledge of the future is already skewed and doesn't matter anymore so episode one the time travel stuff's already fucked up mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. so like i don't know ai is mm-hmm. similar ai developing like free will and stuff is also a similar rough storyline to write in science fiction but it can be done well and i have seen it done really well but this one's also just real rough where it's like they because we don't know if we're rooting for equality or not and that's a weird (laughs) position to be in yeah Yeah. (laughs) it feels bad and it's not like you're getting multiple perspectives on it necessarily and it's just it's weird. Not that, and I like don't want to say Detroit Become Human is good because there are a lot, there's a lot of things about it that are not good. But the fact that you see three different perspectives on this thing, one of them being like a character like Vivi, where it's like, you know, he works for the cops and stuff, so he's like yeah. conflicted about this. Vivi is like hardly conflicted about it. It's I think it's just because she's supposed to be like rudimentary. She's the first of her kind, so she's just going along with whatever. But yeah. anyway, this show was it had left a lot to be desired. Mm-hmm. I was surprised that I was hoping for it to all stay in the theme park. And as soon as she went to space, yeah. I lost interest <laughs> in it. I was like, yeah, whatever. I love theme parks. I love an amusement park story, baby. Play near Automata. Play the theme park level. It's better than this. <laughs> uh, uh, if there's... Uh, something else we crave is recommendations for good anime. Uh, you can send those <laughs> recommendations to our email, areweebthereyet at gmail.com, or you can reach out to us on TikTok or Tumblr, areweebthereyet on both. 
You can find me on Instagram and TikTok at honey.d or on Tumblr at honey.d. Honey is spelled H-U-N-N-I-E. You can find me on Twitter burning down with the rest of that hellscape website. Uh, but instead, I'm going to recommend a game called Signalis, which is mm. so fucking good and has does the AI storyline so much better. And it's a sci-fi horror game. Highly recommend it. Hooray. Thank you to Camille Ruley for our artwork, and thank you to Louis Zong for our theme song stories. You can find all of Louis' music at louisong.bandcamp.com. Thank you, and we hope you'll join us next week as we learn to live with anime. See you in 15 years. Freddie Fazbear would never do this to me. <laughs>